we back in our quarantine episodes of shooting the shit, you know. Uh we got a lot of things coming up. Anthony is over there doing what he do. Trip is uh Anthony is trip. Um <laughs> <laughs> my man Satin King over here, Sanchez down in Maryland. Yep. We got the uh, Long Island uh sweetheart, uh E Money, E Dollar, and, and myself. <laughs> and um and we back, man. You know, uh what's yeah. going on with y'all? Tell them, man, enjoying quarantine time. You know, the quarantine tour continues. So good to be back, man. I'm glad to be back with y'all, even though we ain't in the, you know, same place like we supposed to be. But, you know what I'm saying? As long as we get to get some time, man, with the family, it's all good. Yeah, man. It's definitely, definitely great to be back with you guys. I know I haven't seen or been with you in some weeks now, so let's get to it. How, how, how are we dealing with being around our family in excess these days? Um... I haven't been around them too much. Um, unfortunately, my brother has corona. So, um, mm. you know, I, and yeah, so he's been isolating himself and I kind of isolated myself and my family. So um, my brother just had a new baby about four weeks ago. Right. So he's kind of worried about you know, giving it to his daughter. But um, so we've all been really quarantined, honestly, over here. And um, But my sister I've been with a lot and we've actually spent a lot of time together more than we have and it kind of feels like back to when we were kids because we've been playing basketball together at the park every day and i'm like we used to do this when we were you know little kids so now at you know 27 25 we're like kind of enjoying that time but what we got going on in the background man who who, who got something going on playing what you, what you yeah, I, was, I was about to ask. I don't know who that is. Who got that joint? Right, but yeah. So I know for me, um, I, it, it's pretty much the same. I kind of been doing the self distancing thing before we this even became a thing anyway. So for me yeah. now, it's just like every now and then I got to kind of get out the house because like I got. I won't say I'm going crazy, but I definitely got a countdown. Like on my phone, I'm 29 days in. It says a month and I guess change or whatever um going wow. on. But uh, just trying to have like some consistency for me. Um, is important, but you know, we definitely gotta do these check ins, even though we are in the quarantine episodes right now. Um, it's very much important. Um, speaking about quarantine, uh, and, and somebody that was in quarantine because of some things he did, 6 9 he just got out. The, um, IG, the IG King is back. The IG King, yo, he's a tourist, so he's part of our gang, man. He, he, he definitely, listen, he had the internet going crazy when he was out. Um, I'm not a fan of his moves, but I, I definitely think he's entertaining as fuck. And That's so, a fact. Now he he back home, so he, he gonna keep us entertained while we quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so recently, um, the I think I don't know some politician in uh, California was saying that uh, uh, they were I guess giving rewards for people that um basically <laughs> snitched on individuals. I see um, who weren't obeying the quarantine laws or whatever, and he hopped in the comments and says, uh, I guess what. Uh, I'm to the rescue or whatever the case may be. <laughs> right, right. He, he said something like that. He was, I got this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm but he got he got to wear that. He got to wear that though. He know he a snitch and he know what people think of him. So mm-hmm. the only way you can't avoid it, you got to live with that. As simple as that. Yeah, that's your, that's your jacket from here on out. Right. There's no, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I know these, we in a different generation now and a lot of these younger cats, I don't know if it's they look past it or they just kind of don't even just acknowledge it at all. But yeah. from the era that we from, that's what you're going to be till you die. And when you yeah. die, you're going to be a rat. Right. Yeah. I was shocked that he even joked around about it because I was kind of like, 
isn't people like don't people want his head like isn't he supposed to be kind of chum yeah, a little bit ain't, ain't nobody gonna touch him though yeah I, at least at least not right now somebody touch him it ain't gonna be no time so maybe years down the line somebody might do something but right now you coming home he gonna be one he gonna be too protected there's gonna be too many eyes on him plus this is actually the perfect situation for him because everything is shut down so yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know if anybody's even going to touch him, to be honest, because I think from, from the things we've heard and read, there was already issues within that camp. So I'm not I'm not condoning what he did, but I, I don't view this like a John Gotti situation where he brought down an empire or nothing like that. Yeah. It was a bunch I mean, he, of, did, he did bring down Treyway, though. There wasn't no empire, though. There was a bunch yeah. of idiot motherfuckers who was running the streets, and they had, they had a golden goose that they fucked it up. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I don't... From that standpoint, he a rat. He'll always be a rat. Like Tripp said, that's you gotta live with that. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta live your truth and you gotta make jokes of it. Because if he didn't joke about it, somebody else would have threw his name in that same situation. They would have joked about it anyway. So you gotta live yeah. your truth. Yeah. And he's he's still trying to get money at the end of the day. Like he ain't come home. He gonna still try. He gonna still try to put music out. He gonna do what the right. fuck. Well, he said he wasn't going to rap, though. He said he wasn't going to rap. Um, and I think they, they got him under some social um, media uh, restrictions and stuff like that. because I, I mean, I'm... That's temporary, though. That, that ain't yeah. going to be forever. They got Tory Lanez okay. under temporary restrictions. <laughs> so. Yo, so 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 to, the Tory Lanez situation is very funny because um, you know we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people that's on the front lines, and they, and, and and when we say the front lines, we talking about hospital workers, uh, city workers, a lot of people that are very essential workers, in a sense. Um, <laughs> joke jokingly, a lot of people kind of were saying that um you know, cause he been kind of going up on Instagram, people been coming in, he been throwing money in cash apps and stuff like that. He's being very entertaining. So he, he's kind of the adjacent to the DJs, the um, the battles and stuff like that. He, he you know, he part of the, the Tory King uh, uh, challenge and stuff like that. Um, so they, they took him down cause it, it was going kind of crazy. And I saw a, a tweet the anything other day. he was helping though, giving out money and all that during right? this time. So I saw a tweet the other day that was like, yo, I need y'all to know that uh, Tory Lanez is an essential worker. You can't, uh, <laughs> you can't count him out. <laughs> I seen it. I had posted that today and I tagged him and he liked it. <laughs> My messages <laughs> was like, yo, I'm saying I am. I was so weak. Like his lives have been really lit. And it's to the point where I was in his lobby today watching some girls go off and I was commenting. And I got text messages after, like, yo, I seen you in there. You was lit, right? You was throwing money. I'm like, this is a mess. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he, he broke the record, too, for, for most um, people in the, in the live at one time. He broke, he shattered, like, Taylor Swift record. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, he had, like, almost 400,000 people in his live yesterday. Yeah, shit was crazy. His joint was going, yeah, his joint was going crazy. When y'all told me to check in, that shit was wild, son. Yeah. But I, I heard the only reason they made the issue of it, it wasn't because of the, the amount of people or the twerking. Because I guess some of the girls that was coming on was like, you know, flashing their tits and all that. And then that's when Instagram had to step in, like, nah, we can't. Because yeah, I, I kids think, watching. Right. I think it was on um on one of these gossip blogs where they they were showing an interview with the CEO from Instagram. And he was like, we got no problem with what he's doing, but he can't allow these girls to sh get nude or start flashing on the camera. Yeah, yeah but they're doing that. Yeah, they, he ain't he, tell nobody. So I disagree. Like, I don't think that he should be banned for it because I watched it and he, he'll tell them to do, do certain things, but the girls that want to take their clothes off, like, their account should be banned because they did something inappropriate because right. it's no different than Michael Blackson when I mean, he has his Titty Tuesdays and his Twerk Thursdays and his 
He's the original, like on guys, like from the end. So, so, so yeah, him, him and Boosie, him and Boosie been doing it actually for a little while because oh Boosie been doing God. it too. Yeah. yeah, and so some girls voluntarily show, and like Michael will be like, "All right, show me your breasts. Let me guess your bra size." But he'll like they'll show their breasts in in a bra, and then he'll guess the bra size, but then they'll flash him, and mm. that's not. That's not his fault. So I wonder, I wonder if, so let's say hypothetically if Tori kind of did the same thing, but then kind of gave the disclaimer, like, yo, I'm not asking you to get nude. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do is on you. Would Instagram view that differently? Because I wonder if they view it like him egging him on since he's like, yo, I'll cash app you. Well, that and that's just, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at the fact. So it's it's kind of like he's the catalyst at at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? He's the he's the determining factor that's a lot that's giving these people a platform to do these these certain things or whatever. These people are smaller entities, whereas Tory Lanez has a whole audience. You know what I'm saying? So these people are coming on here to try to like make a name for themselves in a sense, like they oh throw my cash app. I, I I was on there too. We we've been bored. We want to see what's going on. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All you gotta do so, is just j- just um direct all that traffic to his website. Then you can do what the fuck you want to do. But the thing is, so it's funny. So for those of us that's on a lot of different uh, social media platforms, I'm thinking like, hype. If Twitter had live, he probably can get away with that. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably. Well, and I, 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 like I said, I don't think Instagram is really too worried about it. They, they probably just feel like, yo, just taming down just a little bit, and then anything goes. Because as M said, he's not the first to to do something like this, and he's not going to be the last. So they know there's gonna be girls twerking. They know there's gonna be girls flashing. They know there's gonna be girls acting inappropriate. We inside, bro. I mean, not not only we that. Got nothing else in, to do. In general, even when we was yeah. outside, these girls was acting like. And, that. and they would have did that exactly. Right. So what you think so they're gonna do matter. inside? Yeah. Bored well, in the house. Crazy. In the house, bored. <laughs> it's crazy how many followers he has on how much influence because he made a whole new Instagram today. I saw that quarantine radio, and he got a hundred thousand followers oh let me in, go follow right now in like four hours <laughs> and i'm wow. like this is not that's crazy yeah but he he kind of has even a music he kind of has that cult following because them chicks tapes are purely mixtapes and they do really good numbers like <laughs> when them joints drop girls go crazy for them and dudes we know when it's dropping because everybody's talking about it yeah. So he has that cult like following similar to like the weekend where when they drop yep. something, they get like this mass wave of streams and listens and follows purely off just saying, yo, I'm dropping this on this particular day. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do that same thing. That's a, the good thing is, is either way, just like him generating that kind of fuck traffic is he's going to get so many sponsors behind that because his brand is crazy right now what type Everybody of sponsor you talking about though what type don't of sponsor? matter like Porn Cassidy had the, the the magnum condom sponsor well, a couple well, of years well, ago well Pornhub is, Pornhub is free right now if you uh if you log in um I got a lot of uh, uh alcohol sponsors like yeah. all type of stuff oh, you got but, a lot of free friends I do I do so of course they know these things but I mean we follow enough um uh pages on these social media platforms so we know um Pornhub is free or whatever. Um, yeah, I see some of the ads that said it. Yeah, well, I don't know if you want to click on there because then they're going to keep hitting you up over and over. <laughs> or, but yeah, so. Creating the count. 
Right. So, so, so like most, most people out here, we all have um, smartphones and stuff like that. And, um, you know, cell phone coverage is getting better and better. But, um, you know, when we talk about conspiracies and theories, um, oh my God, <laughs> the newest thing, you know, everybody's talking about the 5G radiation and, and stuff like that. Um, and then yeah. either that or, or, or Trump is trying to prolong, prolong this until uh, August to, I guess, um, hypothetically have a better political situation or whatever. Like, what you guys think about that? So I, I do, I do agree with the second part of it. I, I think Trump would love to prolong this as long as he can, to um, kind of use this as to catapult him into re-election. Mm-hmm. Again, no president, no new president anyway wants to come in and take over during uh, traumatic or drastic times. So when you talk about war times or you talk about things like this, like a pandemic, mm-hmm. there's no new president that wants to take on that burden. You don't want to spend your first year in, in office having to answer all these questions for why the last administration fucked things up. Exactly. As far as, as, far as the 5G, honestly, I'm not saying that it's not true, but all this talk about the 5G just reminds me, remember when old heads used to be like, don't stand in front of the microwave. Yeah. Too much radio. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, we trying to find any reason to try to say, this is why all these things is going on. Nah, mm-hmm. sometimes we just some sick motherfuckers who don't have good uh, hygiene and don't practice good habits, and therefore we spread germs. It happens, yeah. bro. Well, I know for me personally, like I was, I was talking to one of my old coworkers. He works at um New York Presbyterian Hospital right now, and we was just joking because we was like, we was talking because he he um was a uh one of the cleaning guys, and he was and we were talking back then about how people didn't like ever wash their hands and stuff like that. So yeah. like we were joking, we were saying like so many people still not washing their hands. I got coworkers that um at my job they would uh they like to serve food, they want to touch food um go in the bathroom and don't even wash the, you know what I mean? These are the women we talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, never mind guys, because we already know some guys is nasty or whatever, but you know, it's a lot of different things going on with everybody's body and stuff like that. People just don't care. So it, it doesn't even really matter regardless of the fact. Um, we was in Harlem the other day, me and my aunt, my aunt and my ne- and my cousin, and um, we uh, basically, you know, we went to go like get some food. Everybody was outside. <laughs> Nobody wants to go inside. <laughs> so it's like, yo, so I was joking with you guys before. I was like, yo, uh, uh, my birthday, Eric's birthday, M birthday, our birthday is coming up soon. Our birthday about to be canceled. <laughs> and, and you good. You in August. You know what I'm saying? Hope, hope you might, we might be outside by then, but our we, birthday we gonna, about to be canceled. We're going to end up being outside a week before Ann's birthday. That's how it's going to happen. <laughs> then we're going to be lit. Listen, Sean, when you said that, um, you had certain coworkers about like washing their hands and yeah. things like that. I realized how much stuff was maybe normal to me. Like my mother was very strict on when we were outside. If we came in that house and opened up the refrigerator, yeah, wash your hands. My mom would go off and be like, "Did you walk in my house and not wash your hands?" It was yep. such a norm. To, the first thing you do is to wash your hands when you come into the house. Mm-hmm. And even when my brothers or anyone that would come downstairs, my mom would be like, you just came up, you came from upstairs. I don't know if you're touching video games, whatever you're doing, wash your hands. And so I realized how many people like that wasn't a norm because now it's like the, the obsession of washing your hands, which is like, y'all should have probably been washing a lot more than you like or used to this is what i'm saying like so so for me like it is this is normal so like in a sense i kind of don't want to go outside because i see everybody's being extra we talked about we talked about that before how like 
what's normal to us is like new to everybody else and not to try to act like it's a trend but it's kind of it's kind of be trendy right now to like wash your hands and it's weird because it's like yo are y'all gonna still wash our hands after this is over but that's neither here nor there yeah. you know what can what can we do about that you know what i'm saying right and that, that's why i say i'm not i'm not buying into this whole old 5g technology cause of coronavirus i think that's just a lazy way of trying to find a reason for what's going on let's call it what it is a lot of people with bad hygiene there are a lot of people who work in the food industry who have bad hygiene and they serve food. And like you said, there are people in, in hospitality and the healthcare industry who don't practice the, the proper techniques. And mm-hmm. therefore, you're going to have these situations. And then not only that, you throw on top of that, look how stubborn certain people are. Like we've been hearing for weeks, stay in the house. And yet I still, I was, when I was in the city on, on uh, Friday, I still seen cats hanging out outside, drinking in front of the liquor store, hanging out in front of the building, just going yeah. about their daily routine until you get it. And then it's like, oh shit, I got, I got Corona. I don't know what the fuck happened. No, you know what happened. You wouldn't sit your ass still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of people with jobs that, well, one, let's just even talk about that. Like there's a lot of people who are not working. And um, I don't know if you guys seen some of the barbers that were making home calls. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. two of them. One died. Talk to Eric. Talk to Eric. Talk to Eric. One died, and one um, is in the hospital. And they were making home visits and wearing masks, you know, wearing gloves, whatever. But supposedly it's airborne as well, so there's only so much gloves and masks going to help you. But yeah, like it's just um, some people aren't getting it. Some people are taking it way too badly because they do think it's a conspiracy, you know. Yeah. And I did on the 5G situation um, that people were saying, oh, while we're inside, the construction workers are still working because they're putting up 5G towers. Listen, we've had 5G for a while and this is a global pandemic. So this is affecting areas that aren't even industrialized cities, Mm -hmm. places where, you know, there's, there's, where there aren't even towers being put up. So I just think that that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, well, when you're talking about this being a global pandemic, what's very important. Well, not important, but well, yeah, it is important. <clears throat> China was what one of the first places that actually was hit by this. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them are coming out of these quarantine um, and and lockdown uh, situations because they actually took a different stance on it and they actually approached it, um, you know, when they were supposed to versus how it is here now, whatever. So it's like I don't, I, in my mind, I'm, I'm saying to myself, are they actually watching what's going on, or are we being those cocky Americans where we're not? looking at them and we're saying, hey, yeah. oh, this is a Chinese thing. You know what I mean? Like, now nah, we're being we're, we're, we're being cocky Americans, bro, and you said it right. I was on the yeah. phone yesterday with uh, Gabe, who came on the show a couple episodes back, the jeweler. Gabe, what up, and what up, what up? One of, one of his uh, partners um, is of Asian descent, and his family is from over there. He was born here, so he's first generation here, but his family's from over there. And he was telling me that when the pandemic hit in China, the government took extreme measures to the point where you were not allowed to leave your house at all, right? There was yeah. one, they, they would basically give you a card and only one person from your house was allowed to leave to go to the supermarket or go to the store. You were given wow. like two hours to run any errands and then you had to be back in the house, but you weren't allowed to go out every day. There were certain days of the week that were assigned, I guess, to your neighborhood or whatever your county was yeah. that you were allowed to leave. And he was like, they took really strong measures to the point where you could be arrested, 
Um, yep. they, they weren't just finding you. They could arrest you. They could even shoot you if they felt you posed a threat for being outside. Don't tell Takashi. Um, they, right. They, um, <laughs> they even, he said they even, they even like forget shutting down major highways. They actually destroyed certain roads. So you can't even try to drive out of the, the county or area that you lived in because they were so serious about containing it where it was at. <clears throat> and even with that, it still took them some time to get over it. Here mm -hmm. we are, mass transit in every major city is still running. Mm -hmm. You know, we, yeah. we've got people who work regular jobs who they're trying to call this essential and forcing people to be outside. We're not yeah. going to go over this anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. So you hit right on the head, Eric. Um, I'll give you guys an example. Obviously, I live in Long Island where the numbers are rising every freaking hour. And there's a hair store a few blocks away from me. And everyone has been going to the hair store because, you know, for Black women, uh, this does feel a little essential, but it, it isn't, right? It should be closed, is my point. But a lot of people were going to the hair store. And um, apparently the owner, I found out from one of my friends that the owner has a permit to stay open. Okay. And I was trying to figure out how. If all the hair stores are closed and he's just selling hair care, how is he open? And he lied <laughs> and said that he's, well, he kind of fudged the truth. He said that he sells paper, if you sell paper towels, masks, gloves, cleaning supplies, and there's like something else you consider essential. Uh -huh. I, mean, I, I actually did get my face mask that I have from that hair store. He has about five masks at the register. And they and they knock your heads too, because I bought some masks the other day. It was like five uh five for ten dollars. I'm like twelve yeah. for these little cheap masks. He has nothing else. No, I'm not finish saying that. I'm Wait, bad. I'm he has nothing else that is essential other than the five masks that he had near the register, but there's a million girls in there buying bundles. And I'm just like, this is crazy. It's a big ass store with a line wrapped around the store. And I'm like, this is insane. So there, there are people who are just not taking it lightly at all. Yeah. That are taking it lightly. It's, it's, it's our arrogance as a country, man. Like we, we're treating it way too lightly. And I think it, I would, I would suspect at this point, especially us being in New York and seeing the way it is. And I'm sure in California it's kind of the same way and every major city should look at that. Like mm -hmm. these numbers are getting completely out of control. Yeah. You're seeing the numbers jump from a couple hundred to a couple thousand every day that are infected. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, there's not enough places to put these people. Uh, yeah. It, so, so I'm kind of in my mind saying to myself, like, at some point they might have to just lock us down, man, because it's, it's it's no way that yeah. people are going to actually listen. Um, one of my coworkers, she's uh, she's from India, so she went out to India, or whatever, and she said, and we had like an all staff meeting, and um, she was like that they had like a two week lockdown. And they were just decided to be able to go on the roof and just to be able to come outside or whatever. And they and and you know she just wanted to be with her family. She stays in Brooklyn, New York, but she just wanted to be with her family. Like so, like these these things are like very serious, and we we don't really understand how important it is to have um, access to outside. You know, like for for a lot of people, you know, we we see a lot of memes and we see a lot of stuff all the time. You know, social distance and stuff like that's that's just the thing right now. Um, for me, I. I like going outside, but I don't. And, I, and, and a lot of it kind of has to do with not trying to, trying to you know, you want to save, you want to do certain things, whatever the case may be, but you want to do it the way you want to do it. But it, I don't know, like, times is different, and we have to learn how to, like, we got to have some restraint because if we don't do it, we're not going to be able to go outside anytime soon. Yeah, and, and um, Eric had hit it on the point, too, when he talked about 
we're gonna have to do take it a little bit more serious in regards to a lockdown and you sean um i was making calls for work and i guess the company that we were using they're located in india and i was on the phone with the guy and i'm like hey like i'm waiting on this approval for a screening and first advantage is located in india i didn't know that and I'm like, hey, like, I've been waiting for like two and a half weeks. Like, why is this taking so long? And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm, not, I'm really not supposed to say this because it's not professional. But because of COVID, like if in India, if I walk outside, I will get arrested. And he's like, all my stuff's in my office. And I just, I, it's been taking me a long time. And I'm working from home. And I was just like, so taken aback because I'm like, wait, what? And that's been like that in India for the last couple of weeks. Where we walk outside, dude, my neighborhood was fully packed today with people. Yeah everywhere and he was like in india they will arrest you and they don't give a fuck and they'll find you he's like i can't afford a fine like so it's um it's being taken serious in other areas and i think the reason it, it got to this point is because we are arrogant as americans you know we think we have the best technology that we're above everything we don't care and so it hits home and it has hit home and you know, Governor Cuomo got it, and Chris Cuomo, his brother, and and now I think people are more sensitive to it than ever. Um, yeah, I, so I went up, like I said, I, I drove up to the city on Friday, and I went to just go check on my grandfather, make sure he had everything that he needed. And birthday got, just passed, right? Yeah, yeah, his birthday was okay. last month, and I just wanted to check on him because I had been out the city for like two weeks. So I went up there, you know, check on my apartment, check on him, and obviously it's my old neighborhood, so. I go by the neighbor and it was raining on Friday, mind you. And there's mad people outside. They still cash chilling in front of the building. It's like a regular day to them. And I'm like, yo, bro, first of all, it's raining. Why are you even outside? Secondly, like with everything going on, it's, yeah. it can't be nothing going on out here that's that serious. Yeah. And yeah. again, it's that arrogance of like uh, everything good, everything straight out here. And the scary part about it is like, we have people who think this isn't real because they mm -hmm. haven't been affected or they haven't shown any symptoms. But those are the scariest people because there are a lot of people running around who have no symptoms who are just passing along to other people. They come it's in contact with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in, in lighter news, um, we were just talking about you know you got the you got the Dewey on, you got the Silky on. M took the M, uh, M got the hair out, so we know she got a hair. <laughs> how, how are y'all holding up during this pandemic or whatever? You can't get your you can't get your hair done. You can't get your get your you know you can't get the hair the haircut. I'm part of the hair club for men, so I'm fine. Um, you know how are y'all holding up? And you know I think you went and got a haircut before, whatever the case may be. Hold on, we saw a picture of Ray Allen earlier and he was looking oh, nuts. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I and I told you, I was like, I feel like any grown <laughs> man that has a bald head, you don't have to shave your own head. All right. No, but yeah. he does. He just he was he said he was just letting it grow because of everything that was going on. He said he said I'm that cool. in the post. I'm cool. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He could have but he could have shaved. I don't know. He meant maybe he's just at that age where he just had to like, I don't give a mm. fuck. I said it earlier. I said it earlier in the group chat. Y'all bum motherfuckers that be running around here don't be getting no haircuts every week or at least every two weeks. I don't yeah. know how y'all do it, man. Cause this yeah. is like this is tough <laughs> as hell, bro. Like sitting I, here every morning while I'm brushing my hair, I'm like, fuck, I need a cut, yeah. <laughs> but the waves actually, get deep though. <laughs> I've actually kind of enjoyed it. It kind of one I wear my nails are done all the time. And so I took all my nails off. Because obviously I can't go to this, you know, nail salon, nail shop. And I don't know, I told my sister, I was like, yo, I, I, haven't, I haven't even felt what this feels like, like using 
just doing things without fake nails on but taking i just took my weave out the fake nails i haven't worn makeup in days and i just been like you know going up on my skincare and i feel so good like and mm-hmm. i've been eating i've been eating home so i'm not eating out i'm eating great i'm drinking water i'm getting rest and i'm like this is amazing like this yes. is completely natural and i don't know i've been enjoying that aspect of it well i think that you know we just have to realize that you know you have to utilize this time to um to really just accomplish different things because now we put in a in a space where it's like all right we can't even get to our regular nine to fives you know what i'm saying like i know i can't shoot like that everything i'm not going outside to shoot you know what i'm saying sean you know united station m you're working from home now same thing with uh with, with eric so you know these are the opportunities that we need to have to start just putting in place and just like starting businesses and just coming up with different ways to uh, to generate revenue for ourselves because, you know, you get caught up in a situation like this and you go a couple of months where you can't get no money, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll be really messed up. So you have to to learn how to, um, you know, just, just really generate different streams of revenue. Yeah. And I think... It's, it's, it's a... Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. In addition to trying new things and learning new things, like, I think just even resting though, like I agree with that, but just if you're a creative too, you're like always on the go and you're always, I know for me, y'all know I've run streets. Yeah. <laughs> I am always, oh, man. I'm always back and like, like think about it, I live in Long That's Island. Freedom. I'm always, I'm in the city with you guys every week, right? So I'm always going back and forth, back and forth. For me to be stationary, me, my hometown, I'm like grateful right now because I'm just like, dang, I do a lot of moving around that sitting still is so abnormal for me so i've been enjoying kind of learning more things trying to be adamant about reading trying to be less on social media what you, okay. what you reading what you reading so i have trevor noah's uh born a criminal born a criminal or crime born a crime child and then um uh still rich dad poor dad i haven't finished that yet okay okay so like I'm going to ask you this, guys, this every week. How important is it to have that consistency so that you don't lose your damn mind in the house? Because, listen, this this is part of our consistency. You know, some people, they, right. you know, they, they drink more water. Like you said, your, your, skin, your skincare routine, um, you know, uh, editing stuff, Eric putting out uh, foot, uh, 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 clips and stuff like that. Like, he, he, like you guys are keep going. I appreciate you guys because you know, we all motivate each other, you know? I think nah, I think this is the perfect time for anyone who's a creative um, in any space or any platform. Um, if you can't take advantage of this time, and you never truly was a creative. Like, yeah. I, I remember days, you know, when M and I would always have like back and forth uh, text threads about, you know, being at work, but not wanting to be at our job, wanting to focus on other things we wanted to do. And so now that I kind of have that freedom, like I still set my alarm to wake up in the morning at 7.30, you know what I'm saying? And try to get some stuff done in the morning to still keep that routine and keep that consistency. Cause you know, on one hand, like M said, is is great. We all get the opportunity to eat better because we're not eating out as much. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're not running the streets and, and kind of living that hectic life of just going on four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. But at the same time, you never want to get too complacent where it's like, oh, I don't have to be nowhere tomorrow. So let me just sleep in late. You know what I'm saying? I still like to wake up early. I still like to get some things done. 
I still yeah. like to like brainstorm with myself in the morning, you know, get out the shower and get myself together for the day as if I got stuff to do. Yeah. And just developing that routine. That's Something. No, nah, I, I talk a lot. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Now, nah, you know what I'm saying? I was just going to say, you know, fortunately, you know what I'm saying, like, having my grandmother out here, it's like, you know, I still got to get up and, and do things. So it's not even, like, a choice to be like, nah, I'm just going to sit in the bed all day because we ain't got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still got to get up, get the day going. And I think, you know, as far as putting yourself in a good mental space during this time as well, because, I, you know, I'm hearing a lot of depression, you know what I'm saying? Like people just have different insecurities because we don't know, you know, how long this thing is gonna last or the total effect that it's gonna have. Because they, there are a lot of people that are sick and, and dying, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't have money to pay their rent, people don't have money to, to, to buy food mm-hmm. and there's no money coming in for a lot of people. Yeah. So if you didn't have a little, you know, piece of change saved up for a rainy day, you know what I'm saying, you'll be really asked out during this time. Because I know they, I was talking to somebody about the, the stimulus checks, then, but they're supposed to, the first set are supposed to go out, I believe it's like next week for like the first first set of people. Then it's going to be another week for the next set of people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it could be a while before you have any type of new money where you could say, yo, all right, let me go grocery shopping right now and, and, and fill up my refrigerator or my cabinets. I um I tweeted something the other day about that. I was like, yo, if you still got money during this pandemic and you can still pay bills, pay them bills, man. Because I know how I am. I don't like the I don't like lump sums. I don't want to have to pay the money on the back end. So if I owe you money, you're about to get this money, bro. Like that's it. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, no, all my friends have been telling me to, to push back. Oh, push back the car note and car insurance. When's another time you're going to be able to do this? And I was like, yeah, that just means it's going to take me longer to pay shit off, longer to do this. Like, if I have it or if I can do it, like, I'm not going to lie. Some stuff I did have to kind of change around, but, like, not. Like, I'm not about to have a whole lump sum and make my student, like, you know, student loans probably the only thing that I really changed because, you, like, I mean, that shit's going to be there for a while. But, yeah. <laughs> but anything else, I was kind of like, nah. So I, I, I kind of got the finesse with that because I, I work for a nonprofit. But Eric, you was about to say my fault, brother. No, 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 no. I was going to say that's exactly, and, and, you know, y'all made great points. That's exactly why I went up to the city last week to pay my rent. And still, I could have finessed it and be like, nah, yo, you know, you know what's going on right now. <laughs> and my landlord probably this. wouldn't even said nothing right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. my landlord, um, his wife actually works in the healthcare industry. So he's obviously fully aware of everything that's yeah, going on. Yeah, he knows. On. But at the same hand. time, it's like, I'm not going to, bro, I, I got it. I can pay you. I'm going to pay you. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather pay you now. And if it might become a time later on down the line where I might need you to let me slide for a month. But yeah. I got it. So let's take care of it. And the same thing with, with the Con Ed bill. There's been a lot of people, because I looked it up, um, you know, they, they're allowing people not to pay right now because obviously they're not going to shut off any utilities. But at the same time, don't get yourself behind the eight ball of thinking, I'm just gonna skip this next month or two. Did you see that policy? I don't know if it was a politician, but um, they got into it with the uh, the the people. I don't know if it was affiliate somewhere. I forget about um them cutting off people's utilities around this time, and and uh, it's like, um, bro, how yeah. heartless are you? Right. Well, Con Edison supposedly, because I know I've got emails from Con Edison saying they would not be turning off people's electricity. 
So I'm not sure what's going on in those situations. Like I have to, you know, do a little bit more homework on that to really speak. But I know I can testify to the fact that I got emails from Con Edison and, and they said they're not going to be doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? So I don't know yeah. what was going on. That is correct with Con Ed because um, I get all I get all my bills through email on them. And it, on the bill, it states it as well, that utilities will not be shut off during this time. Um, obviously, they don't give a time frame of how long they're going to be doing that. But I'm assuming that as long as the city is in a self-imposed lockdown, because it's not a complete lockdown, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to probably keep up that same mindset. Yeah. Well, there's, um, you know, obviously, I, you guys know I work in housing. So there's going to be, well, at least from my company, there's like a, a 90 day, basically like protection from evictions. I know that's going to be passed more more likely. Um with New York State, so obviously the eviction thing is going to be on pause, and I think there's there's hopefully more of a sensitivity too. I was thinking about kids that are home from school, and mm-hmm. just the lack of resources that some kids may have that they get from school. Yep. A lot of our teachers and we're saying that they were implementing these packets, and there was a debate because some schools provide kids with laptops, yep. some schools don't, and they'll give them a packet, but obviously kids learn in different ways. So this is going to be a difficult curve. Then you have parents that have to try to figure out how they're working, putting the lights on, trying to help their their children with their homework. So um, I just was really thinking about that. Like, dang, I don't have any kids, but just the people who are dealing with that. Um, and then also one of my friends, <clears throat> her nephew actually committed suicide during this point. Wow, 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 wow. That's nuts. Wow. That was that was heavy because he's young, middle school. And um that was just heartbreaking because of the depression. Um, really from being which I, I never would have thought that. And when I found that out, I was just heartbroken because I'm like, dang, like this is affecting people who maybe introverts and extroverts, yeah. all different ways. And I just yeah. that just broke my heart, like when I found I'm, so I'm glad you. I, I feel like you. Everybody, like a few people mentioned the whole um, mental health thing. Like that's kind of a trendy thing, also right now. But it's a real thing. Um, a lot of people not being able to do what they do on a normal basis can kind of like you know really affect how they interact with individuals or whatever. You see parents. They a lot of parents don't know how to deal with these kids yeah. to you know be home with them all day. Um, you know siblings, cousins, or whatever the case may be. So like it, it like. You know, you, you have firsthand, um, you know, experiences with somebody that actually lost their life behind this or whatever the case may be. I know myself personally, I'm kind of an introvert, extrovert, but, you know, like I said before, we like to be able to go outside. Like, can you, I don't know if you want to dig a little bit deeper and just tell us a little bit more. Um, not about the, the personal, but, you know, just the whole kind of psyche behind the situation. Yeah, no, I think, I don't know, I think... Um this has obviously changed all of our day to day and there's a lot of resources that people aren't getting, right? So some people, you know, it's therapeutic to work out. It's therapeutic to vent to others and see others. You know, we talk about love languages, right? There are people in certain things, you know, physical touch, quality time. This is real stuff that helps people keep going. And so, um, I don't know, like you also don't know how comfortable everyone's home situation is to be home absolutely right so there's people who are getting abused at home right mm-hmm. Not fucking in the house all the time like there's some kids that school is their escape right. or their friends are their escape and so there's so many 
you know, I don't know if you guys read the book It, um, Child, Child Called It. I don't remember that book, but I read that book when I was young, and that was a classic example of a young kid that was getting terribly abused at home, and when he went to school, it was like he was free. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you don't know what the situation is, but, you know, my mom's a social worker, and she always talked about just mental health and what the girls in her group home go, go through. A lot of the girls in my mom's group home don't have a family to go home to, mm. so they're, they're stuck there. So there's just so many aspects as to why like this is gonna affect a lot of people's mental health. So so digging a little bit deeper, I don't know if it's related, but maybe it's not. How how is it that um it's so much money can be found for this uh, quarantine relief, but they still don't got no water in Flint? Well, because we know we know that the government prioritizes what's in their best interest, and mm-hmm. it's not always what's in the best interest of people. I mean. The fact that New York is in a full lockdown just shows that they're not really caring about what's in our best interest as people. They want to mm-hmm. keep mass transit open. They want to keep liquor stores open so they can keep taxing them. They want to yeah. keep certain businesses open so that there's still a certain cash flow and a, and a tax, um, you know, funds that are that are being able to generate from that. So, mm-hmm. you know, them them putting together the stimulus package and, and all these other things again, just show what's in the best interest of them. The fact that that's going on in Flint is disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's beyond disgusting at this point. So I, I feel a little torn about that, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I think, so the Flint situation, um, to my knowledge, they did receive a lot of funding. I don't know why that's still an issue, to be honest, because that the amount of funding, I don't remember the number. I was just trying to look it up, but the amount of assistance that flint got i don't understand so that's what i'm right. saying that the question is who's in charge of making sure this thing is fixed and and as far as in flint and the the state of michigan and then at this point if it's still not done then now some somebody from federal should be stepping in and saying yes. all right where yeah. is yeah. the money yeah, and they, they've had they've had a lot of corruption there because they had a former mayor, I, I believe, within the last six seven years, who went to jail for misappropriating funds. Wow. So, and the whole Flint situation is really tricky because when you when you dig deeper into it and you look, mm-hmm. the issue with the water started because they actually cut certain funds, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, we're going to take a shortcut here. It affected the people, obviously, of of. Uh, underdeveloped communities and we you know we know who that affected blacks and browns obviously mm-hmm. and so they cut corners it leads to the water crisis and then they like you said they get the funds and then start using them incorrectly mm-hmm. so yes. at some point as trip said the federal government has to step in well they should have already stepped in and be like yo what the fuck is going on here like how did yeah. you cut corners and then we gave you guys the money to make this right and you still haven't corrected it yeah um i'm glad that you just brought up that that has affected different communities. So today, President Trump um, had a press conference where he spoke about how the coronavirus is going is affecting African American communities harder than any other you know subsector of community. And um, you know we've spoke about Lindsey Granger before on Real Friends Real Talk from the Daily Blast. And I right before I got on air with you guys, she gave me a call and told me about her segment that she just did about this topic. Who is she? And, who is she? Um, tell, tell everybody who she is. Lindsey Granger is an amazing journalist. She's um, on the show Daily Blast Live, and I actually grew up with her. Um, she's a little older than me, but she grew up in the town next to me. One of the first Black women that I've seen in my area um, 
work in journalism that like super inspired me. So I always follow her journey. But what she said during this interview today was the reason why, right? That we always hear, especially as black people, AIDS hits our community harder, diabetes hits us harder, all these, you know, natural disasters hits the black community harder. And we always kind of like, why is that? So the way she explained it perfectly, which I 100% agree, is that oftentimes in black communities, we've talked about food deserts, right? The lack of resources. So you have things where in predominantly black areas, there's, you know, there's no whole fruits, there's no um, Trader Joe's, right? So even when you think about this virus, which is predicated off of immunity strength, right? We're not really eating fresh foods as much as white folks are. If we are on food stamps and we can't get certain things or, or certain things aren't being sold in our certain areas, all those things trickle down to health. Yeah, we, and, we, we actually- uh, And medicine, and, and, um, sorry, uh, insurance, health insurance that are also tied to your job. Like all those things are affecting our community. And that's why the coronavirus is gonna, is hurting us. And we make up the majority of the workers who are really in the grocery store and these jobs where they're getting exposed, mm -hmm. right? And there's not as many African-Americans that have the luxury to work from home due to the type of job that you have. Yeah. I think I think some of that also is attest to um okay so when you, okay let's say you, you get food stamps at the, at the at the start of the month right now you have to understand you can't buy those crab legs you can't buy that lobster you got to buy stuff that's going to stretch you know what I'm saying like it like that like we got to be we got to be honest with ourselves right about now as well because we already know the situation that we in our black Latinos we just gonna mix everybody together our black Latinos uh 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 we we always gonna be the the, the underserved uh fraction of the um you know of the american community whoever that don't necessarily get certain things so we have to kind of take it upon ourselves to kind of understand like listen certain some of these things we don't need right now some of the things we got to like make sure that we can actually have so that it can last us past a certain time of the month because we don't know what's going on like we were talking about earlier with the stimulus check we don't know when these things are coming right yeah yeah we gotta do we gotta do a better job of all that in general man i mean i i get it it's a little pricier to eat clean and eat healthy, yeah. but you also, sometimes that's a sacrifice you gotta make. Like like Sean said, sometimes you gotta leave the crab legs alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, we don't need that right now. Let's make sure we, we got the greens. Let's make sure we eating healthy and taking care of ourselves. And the same thing with the vitamins. Like we joked about it on the last episode, you know, everybody was running around going crazy, getting water and toilet paper, but I saw all the vitamins and everything fully stocked. Yeah. <laughs> People wasn't grabbing none of that stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I also just, I guess I think it's better decision-making, but when you think about the majority of people using public transit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I live, I live on Long Island, which is predominantly white in certain areas, and everyone has their car and they're confined. So if they have the virus and they're in the car, then it's in their car. But if you have to hop on a bus you're exposed. So there's a lot of factors. Um, when I lived in Baltimore, I did a report about how the bus routes were designed to go east to west and not north to south. And where that where they were going was strategically past like liquor stores and places that weren't good in like 
nothing north to to south where um there was no path so he didn't go to like john hopkins and mm-hmm. you're in maryland so you know mm-hmm. right and inner city baltimore it literally went from like east to west baltimore and not up towards towson like it's just so many things that i'm like this is like designed unfortunately against you know against us so baltimore in general though is is, is a little weird structurally because i always say it like coming from new york like manhattan is the city right in new york so Manhattan is Manhattan and everything outside of that. If, if you're not from New York, you're not going to just travel into Brooklyn unless there's something particularly you want to see there. You're not going to travel to the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island, Queens. You're not going to do all that. But in Baltimore, it's very weird because the Inner Harbor and West Baltimore are really only separated by like a few blocks. Yeah. So if you're like if you're at the Inner Harbor and you're at the museums and you're at a nice restaurant, you walk the wrong direction for about two blocks and you're in West Baltimore. You're in, the middle, the wire. you're in the middle of the wire. And I always say it, it's very odd that it's structured that way because like I said, in other major cities, like the major area, the metropolis of it, is kind of separated from the hood to kind of avoid those issues. And yeah. Baltimore, it's kind of it's, the opposite. It's kind of like that downtown Atlanta also, um, uh, depending on where you're at. Uh, like, let's say you might be at Georgia Tech, um, Morehouse and stuff like that. I, I know you saw the bluff, right? Yeah, so yeah. on the block. You might you might take a you might take a wrong turn and be in um Mechanicsville or something like that. And Mechanicsville, if you watch it in um certain places or whatever on TV, it, it might sound cool, but it's a whole hood and you might be scared and, and you like hold on, I was just in the AUC. I was right. just I was just over at Georgia Tech or I was just at Morehouse. Nah, you in the hood now. <laughs> but nah, yeah. it's, it, it's 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 crazy, man. Like so on a I I'm think a, that a, real quick quick uh, so like what you were saying M, with the uh with the jobs right? right so a lot of like us we don't have jobs where we can work from home now right. so but the other side to that is a lot of those people that aren't working from home are still working because they're considered essential workers so a lot of like minorities are in like the let's say the social work field or you might work at the, the grocery stores or the, the CVSs or the pharmacies that are still open during these times. So right. you're getting the most exposure. And one yeah. of the things they were saying in the news is that in these areas, it was really high. And like the, yeah. the minority areas was really high because they're all still going to work. They're all considered essential workers. Like I know my mom, she still she, she still has to go to work because she's an essential worker. She, so yeah. and a lot of different people that I know like that's in those fields. And then when you go to the grocery store, who are you seeing in, working in the grocery stores? Yeah. Well, it's your, it's, your mom, it's your mom and your stores. sisters because don't both of them work oh, in the yeah, hospital yeah, system? And, and, yeah, and my, and yeah. my sisters both uh, yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah. it's that's it. They're still, they're still working. And then as far as with the food, one thing we had, we actually spoke about it on the show uh, when it was the three of us. And uh, so a lot of that mentality from like, um, from like minorities was to buy a certain type of food that had that high yeah. stock shelf, that's uh, that life shelf, you know what I'm saying? You can yeah. cabinets for a long time. So even if let's say there was a Whole Foods in this neighborhood, we're still preconceived to say, all right, I need to buy this certain type of food because if we in a drought, this is what's going to have us last. And I can't get this, you know, yeah, I might want to get this, you know, this is like diced up pineapple right here, but this ain't going to last and this ain't going to feed as much people as if I get this fucking 12 case of oodles and noodles type, you know what I'm yeah. saying? 
even so even take the trip to the store, right? If I'm going to go, if I'm not going to hop in my car and go here and here, it's like, okay, we're going to take this bus to the store. We're going to stock up and make it last. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're bringing up a great point. That's right. It's, it's the way we were raised and, and you know, kind of conditioned to view things when we go shopping for our groceries, you yeah. know, but at the same time as adults, we still got to take responsibility for that. I understand. Like we still got to create a little bit more balance. Like yeah. I was never big on eating vegetables when I was younger, you know, mm -hmm. as I got a little older and realized like it's important. I, I just can't, I can't survive off fried rice and chicken wings all the time. You know <laughs> but so that's the thing. We always had to eat vegetables when I was a kid. There wasn't no, you was not eating vegetables. In right. House. But see in the Spanish household is not normally like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Spanish household, you you get an aguacate for people that don't know that's avocado. That's your vegetable. That's your that's your one right there. They are good. Uh, no, um, they're good for you, but that's your one. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. I got older, you're not eating no straight beans, some lettuce, some right. lettuce, broccoli, right. carrots, maybe. Right. I love broccoli, asparagus, carrot. You know what I'm saying? You start to realize, like, yo, I could still have the steak or this pork chop, but let me mix it up. Let me. I can't just have white rice and beans with it all the time. Yeah. It's got to be something else. One uh, one thing I wanted to touch on that Sean brought up about um, how do we have this much money to put towards this and um, in comparison to Flint, sorry to like jump back, but I just thought of something. Um, I was on live the other day with one of my friends, Jordan, he's a financial advisor and he explained why the stimulus check of the $1,200 and kind of spoke on the purpose of that. Cause I was kind of torn that they did that to me. I was kind of shocked too. But he said right now, because everyone's stuck at home and people aren't buying things, the the, the cash flow in America stopped. Yeah. So they're only giving the stimulated to get that circulation back. Spend yep. that money back. Yeah. Right. And right. the cash. Well, cash listen, it's it's going it's going to help a lot of people. So no, nah, but. It is yeah. what it is. Go ahead, I'm go ahead. I, I want to make and a point. So I, I, I just, I mean, maybe you guys already thought. I, I didn't think about it that way at all. I thought, oh wow, they're help like the government's helping. But he was like, yo, it's yeah, they're helping you, but they're it's because everyone needs to push that money out back into these companies. Watch when this stimulus checks goes up, you're gonna see what companies' stock prices go up and mm. things that people are getting that that revenue back. So Big Important. Right, it's, Tick -tick it's, we saw, we saw, so we, we actually got a stimulus during Obama's first administration and same situation because we were coming out of a downtime from the Bush administration where the economy was really bad. And during Obama's first administration, we got stimulus checks then as well for that same purpose to kind yes. of boost the economy. So it, it works hand in hand. Like, but most people, they just look at it like, oh, I'm getting this little extra money. Cool. But for the government, it's like, we're giving you this money because we're hoping to entice you to spend it. But the right thing to do would be to take that stimulus, which you wouldn't have gotten anyway, and figure out how can you invest that into something that can make you more money later but on. The problem with that is, is that, the, that yeah, we, sh we definitely all need to do that. But you're going to have so many people that have to spend that money. You, even even if you want to no. save it or put it up, they're going to have to because they're going to be so far behind that like that check is already spent. Yeah. Right. So that's absolutely correct because even without a stimulus, we face that every day with people who get their normal tax refund. Yeah, exactly. There, there are a lot of people who get their return and they already know I've got, I'm already that's, neck deep in bills. Yeah. I can't yeah. do much with this. But the group I'm speaking to is people who have the opportunity, even if you can only take half of that and do something else, you yeah. should. We got to get out of this mentality. As you mentioned earlier, and we all got to start setting ourselves up so that if this were to ever happen again, 
we are not controlled by our employers to say I'm only making money because I have this job. Yeah. So 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 when we talking about stocks, what's that mean? Because I we all been seeing these damn this what's what's the new challenge they got right now? The don't rush or whatever. Like yo, I don't know what TikTok stocks is going is what how is it popping right now. So I want TikTok guys. Listen, you know, TikTok. You go. Even even Zoom. Look how many people are using Zoom right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Zoom is definitely changing the game. Right. So there's opportunities, bro. It's, it's like I said, it's us all being strategic as people and understanding. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody could take the whole stimulus check and, and go invest it or do or start a business with it. They nah. can't buy them new Yeezys that's coming out. Nah, I would. I well, would, that's what they're gonna do though. See, that's yeah, the thing. but see, you but got, that's the got, problem though. But yeah, we yeah we need to get out. But but there are going to be, and this is our, one of our biggest problems. Is there's gonna be a lot of people that like you're gonna have the people that have to. They gotta buy groceries, so they didn't already spent four hundred dollars of that on buying groceries to last the next two months. Yeah. Right? Uh, but black people, unfortunately, we're always consumers and not producers, like typically. So it's, and this is um, not a situation where we can get there right now. It's that money has to come in, and we gotta push it right back out because we don't have food in our refrigerator. So we yeah. have to go fill up the the fridge. We gotta go get certain toiletries and, and different things like that to put back in the crib. So now we're gonna spend another hundred dollars. Oh damn it, I didn't pay the Con Edison bill because they gave us a break and I still didn't pay it. So now I gotta go back and I gotta pay two months now, but I didn't do that then. I still owe my landlord three hundred on the rent. So now that whole little twelve hundred dollars, that's right. already gone. But but again, that in that case, there is no that you could never criticize that. Cause if you taking care of your bills with it. That's what you were supposed to do, but that's right. why we have to I'm prepare. Talking, right, but what I'm talking about, forward. what I'm talking about, is the people who going to look at it as an opportunity to go pop two bottles in the club. The people that's going to be like, "Yo, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go shopping with this joint," instead of like, "Yo, let me do something productive with it." Because right. like I said, we're, they're, they're, the same way we have people who live check to check who actually do the right thing with their check, like mm-hmm. they live in check to check, but they're paying their bills, they're supporting their family. Then you mm-hmm. got other people who quote unquote a living check to check because they partying all the time or they want to go shopping all the time. Yeah. There's a difference to that. So I agree with you, and there's gonna be a lot of people that have to put it back into the economy because of their own needs and necessities. But yeah. at the same time, if you could sit there, even if you could take six hundred of that and do something productive with it. Yeah. Do something productive with it. But that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. So that's the, so that's the thing. So we have to prepare ourselves so that if something like this happens again and say we were to get another check we've moved smarter now to say, all right, if I get this $1,200 in right now, I'm good. My refrigerator is full right now. You know what I'm saying? I took care of what I need to take care of already. I can flip this bread. I can put this into something. I can save it. I can, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I want to do with it. So we have to kind of train our minds to really be prepared for this type of situation. Anytime you get a gift, you know what I'm saying? And you can't really use it. Yeah. It's good, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a missed opportunity. Right. But let me ask you, what have you guys personally, like, what have you learned from this financially? Like, what, like, because I know I have, we we talked about saving money so much. Sean and I, we talked about this like months ago when we were talking about those apps and everything. Yeah. But this is something that no one, like, none of us could have expected. But what spending habits are kind of like, I don't know, maybe you guys are already aggressively saving, but what did you kind of learn from this? Um, what would you tell your kids like I think to me the 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 biggest thing is like because we we stuck in the house and 
the opportunity to go hang out, go spend money, go eat out isn't there. Yep. I've learned that we could actually cut out a lot of the fat from our day-to-day routine and our and our normal monthly budgets. Yep. Because, I mean, I was in a routine of, you know, either buying breakfast or lunch when I was at work. Um, you know, we would go out for drinks after the show. Um, you know, probably once a week, the family and I go out to eat or order food. And it was all fine and dandy because I was working two jobs. But now that I'm sitting at home and I don't have to spend that, I realized, like, that was a lot of wasted money and just, you know, waste that could have gone to something else and that's what I'm really big on trying to use this opportunity for something more than that I obviously I was expecting to get my tax return anyway so that's nothing new but to know that I'm gonna get a little extra I want to do something positive with that yeah I want to do something positive with that especially knowing that yo I've been able to cut a lot of that stuff um out during this time And, and that's the thing because it's like you look at the situation and it's like one we're in New York so honestly $1,200 $1,200 does right. not help. Oh, you know, it, it, it doesn't really do too much when you look at how much you're already paying in rent. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? I know my, that, that don't cover my rent. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people's rent that that doesn't even cover their rent. We ain't even pay a light bill yet. We ain't put food in the house yet. We ain't buy no new toilet tissue. I got a question for you, though. Got a question for you though. A lot of the homies is buying guns, man. What you doing? New York City, New York City well, uh, gun laws is different right now. A lot of my friends is down south. They New Yorkers or whatever. Um, so they they out here. They strapping up for the for the zombie so, apocalypse, man. Well, my sister made a good point. She said, "Listen, crime goes up in the summertime because niggas mm-hmm. is outside, and niggas ain't got no job in the outside, right?" They, they like, were saying crime is down right now. You know. I know, but I'm saying. After they this, want to keep us locked down for a little while. Oh, but after, but after this, though, it's going it, to be a hot summer. People's backers are, are, are up against the wall right now. I just, I'm curious as to like what's going to happen after, like, you know, I don't, God forbid, but just, I don't know. I thought about that. For the, for the ignorant cats that's going to do like Eric was talking about and get two outfits and a new pair of sneakers and hit the club and get that bottle, it's going to be a hot summer. <laughs> Yeah, it is, and that's like yeah, I you said, got the ignorant I mean, ones. Right to each his own. They're gonna do what they want to do, regardless. You know what I'm saying? But I know me but personally. You gotta educate them. You know. Right. I, I look at I look at this opportunity as something to do something really positive, man. And it sucks a little bit. It would be better if we were actually in studio together, like we normally are on these nights. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be dope if we could go get drinks like we normally would. But mm-hmm. I think this situation should all teach us, like, yo, let's just move a little bit more strategic. Yeah. And, Cut out yeah. some of the fat because you could save a lot of money during these times. You could put that money to it. We all have goals and ambitions. We could put that money towards something that could give us some long standing, um, you know what I'm saying, stability as mm-hmm. opposed to short term, you know, happiness. Definitely what? the going out aspect like becomes such a norm, norm, it's such a social like norm to freaking spend money. You got to tip people, you got to buy drinks. And I think a lot of people are going to come out of this cooking more at home. Like FaceTiming their friends. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. So, it's just it's about being prepared, man. That's it. Like now, this is the the biggest and best lesson that you are going to get if you did not already know. Because what happens is a lot of times we forget, right? So we got generations in between, like myself, Sean, and Eric, when we were growing up, right? So we kind of we knew what it was to to struggle, right? But then, you know, it kind of got skipped. Kids started getting spoiled. They don't know what it is. So this is that reality check slap in the face to let you know 
that shit can still get bad. So don't get complacent and don't be out here moving reckless. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be smart. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. anything can happen at any time and you'll be fucked. So so while we've been in quarantine, I, um one of the things we did was uh get our Instagram page popping and we got shooting this shit. It's three H's. Um shooting the shh. Um, it's, it's up. So if you are listening to this, make sure that you definitely follow us. Um, we post uh, stuff that's going up. We got Father Quay. He just popped in the room. Um, uh, uh, he is here. What's going on? Talk to what up, talk to what up? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Y'all looking good? <laughs> Emerald doing her hair. This is a real <laughs> Yo, so 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 a lot of so we were talking about essential workers earlier, right? Um, a lot of essential workers are uh, getting upset about um you know certain things that's being being shipped in the mail, and some of the things that in the mail were dildos, and somebody said that those are not essential items. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this time it is. Do you think that's essential? Oh, yeah. to it. If you can't get to your quarantine significant other's place, yeah. I mean, you might need some time to pass it around. Yeah, I'm ready to get arrested <laughs> for the day. Shit. Hey, <laughs> oh, wow. Shooting the motherfucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, risk it all. <laughs> right. Oh, my Christ. Now you know if we was in the studio, I'd have played some fabulous just now. <laughs> Trading. So what, what happens if you risk it all and then you get there and it's not what you think it is, and then you gotta take that long quarantine walk I back to your house? Go. Oh, the quarantine walk of shame. Quarantine walk of shame. That's how we. That's how we. We do reruns. All right, we don't do new bodies. Mm. So is that, a, is that a thing right now? It's like, let, let's talk because we got friends. We talking to everybody right now. So Yo. What, what, what's everybody? Do, I mean, what's our friends doing right now? Yo, wait, wait. So wait, what you mean? What our friends doing? Are we talking about like, what, like <laughs> what? We, we, we talking about reruns? We talking about uh, episodes that we know? We talking about those type of situations? So listen, everybody's in the house right now. So this is GM season. Because I've heard from motherfuckers that I, it's been so long. Oh. I'm getting DMs. I, someone DM'd me the other day. Like, I, I had a comment. The hey, he, big head? He answered, no, he answered <laughs> the last message. And I said, bro, that shit was from 2017, fam. Like, he answered it like, like he left off. And I was like, yo, it's been three years. And he was like, yeah, my bad. I was like, he's like, so how are you? I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is. I've been busy. I've been yeah. busy. You got, you got to, you got to lock it in, yo. Yeah, no, listen. You got to shoot your I'm shot when you got it. And I was thinking, you know, I, like I was talking to somebody today, and I was thinking, like, because you know, you might want to get you a little quarantine bay to pull up to the crib. And I, you know, I was talking to my boy, and I was like, yo, it's it's crazy because it's like you got to really make that choice. So I like uh-huh. I I base it on like whether or not I'll I'll bring you to my house. During the during the quarantine, what are your rules? What are your quarantine rules if you're bringing the joint to the crib right now? Because I know we, no, we, we came to your house and you had and you had the hand sanitizer at the door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I like I'm like I'm, like I'm I'm very like OCD so, about that about that kind of stuff. You the gigolo and, though. And, but if, that's it, if if I haven't if I haven't been to your house and seen you in your environment, you can't come to my house during the quarantine. But M, okay. M just brought up a great point, M. So. You said no kissing, so as a quarantine bay pull up, they gotta already know like this ain't this ain't that type of vibe. You gotta have all gloves on. They gotta they gotta kiss below the waist. That's all. <laughs> that, 
That's still oh, kind of little, little little spicy. I don't know what you're talking about. Like below the waist. Like, I was uh I was gonna post it yesterday, then I was like, nah, I'll wait. But I was going, you know, since every day, every day with the sports blogs, I always talk about what day it is that we've gone without sports. <laughs> so I was gonna say, because yesterday was day 27 without sports. Oh, and I was gonna say, yo, fellas, keep it real. Are we missing sports or the side chicks more at this point? Because we, we we're about a month in. I can't answer that one. No, I, I'm not answering that. I, I, that doesn't that doesn't apply to me. I'm not. I'm not. And that oh, you just gonna throw it out there. You just, you just and, it wasn't to anybody. It wasn't to anyone in particular. In the work bay. In the work bay. Right. 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 Work husband. Right. See, <laughs> your work your work husband liking all your all your pictures of everything. He, he follows. He never follows. You lunch. Before. Right. You know what I'm saying? He 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 like damn yeah, man. He liking everything. He commenting on everything now. Now, as far as the side chick thing, right? Sorry, guys. Yo, you doing your whole hair right now? <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because okay, I have her on the screen by herself. Yeah. Are, what are you doing? No, I have to swipe over to you to see exactly what you're doing because you're on the screen by yourself. Clips a creep. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Just keep it on them. Just keep it on them. Oh, yeah. I don't. Want, I don't want to look at these motherfuckers. I don't want to look at these motherfuckers. What are you drinking? Um, oh, you know, drinking. a little adult beverage. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> she drinking sparkling cider. What? Oh, you dropping glasses? You break the glass? Oh, like what? Breaking things. I see you. What? Um, I forgot my whole train of thought. Um, That's some oh. water on the rocks. Here, um, work bae. Your work bae. Mr. Work bae? We were talking about like, side chicks and stuff. So, no, there's a few people that I haven't heard from in a while, and I realized, like, yeah, they're home with their wives. You know what I mean? Oh. And not that I'm a side chick, because this is coming out really wrong. But <laughs> just, like, certain people, that, <laughs> certain people that I used to communicate with, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, it's just interesting when niggas are either bored and hit you up like sis he doesn't miss you he's bored mm. okay he That's does true. not miss you. he is bored so if you get these dms or if you're not hearing from certain people it's because they have a wife that maybe you didn't know about and they're home that, that boredom will make you hop in the dm though so so that's the thing. I asked one of my boys the other day. I said, Joe, what's your rotation looking like? How many joints you got you talking to? Because I know you're talking to a lot of joints. Like, I, I the, 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 my, my homies, and I know them, know them. I'm like, I know you got like two, three joints. He's like, listen, I got this joint, she got joint. They got different like tear brackets or at certain times. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a whole thing right now because people are bored. A lot of people are not used to this. And like you were saying before, like, even that, maybe that's a part of their mental health. They got to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they need to get spicy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, can't be like my little cousin in the back room playing video games, getting crazy, like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, but that's that's a fact, though, because, like, um, me as a person, I, I, I love to, you know, converse, and I'm naturally flirty. I ain't going to front. That's just who I am. You know what I'm saying? So it be them times. It be nah, but it be them times where you just want to have a conversation. It don't even be that more than that. It's like, yo, I just, yeah. I just miss. I missed the game, son. Talking some shit. You miss, you miss right now. Oh, man, this, I love the game. I love the hustle. <laughs> I love the hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just being but, outside, though, man. Like you, you need that that feeling. Like and just even like with us on Thursday nights leaving the station, and if we go to Applebee's or something, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. the, the the vibe of us being out together, just having a drink, kind of kicking back after the work is done. Like I think that's one of the things. So I'd be like, man, son, like. 
I wouldn't mind going out to chill every once in a while. I'm glad I could save a little bit more money, you yeah. know what I'm saying, this time because you can't really do nothing. But, you know what I'm saying, with my peoples, yeah, hell yeah, I want to chill with my peoples, get in the mm-hmm. podcast studio, I had the bottles of snow and low mm-hmm. set, up, set up and whatnot, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on the desk. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? That's that's not those moments. I know one thing we about to stop shouting them out because they, they gotta they gotta hold us down at some point. That's a fact. What's going on? Yes. Yeah. They, they, they're gonna have to send us a case. Rocking, bro. Let's do it. All right, yo. So I gotta I gotta I got another question for y'all because you know we are in quarantine and we having conversation with everybody and we talking about everything. Because <laughs> you hear me get a jump playing a video game. <laughs> You've been so, on that so, damn game all day. <laughs> play, playing that game, yo. So I think East is canceled. I'm, I'm gonna get good to what oh, I was that's saying canceled. later. Yeah, East that's is canceled. So a lot, so, you know, a lot of people that that follow us, whatever they're religious and they, you know, and they and they, you know, um, they observe the holiday. Like, so what's that mean to people that, um, you know, they can't? Because we're in the actual week. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Now, this is definitely going to be like the first Easter that I don't partake in, like, you know, going to church and going to my mom's house to have like Easter dinner and everything. So, definitely, you got definitely outfit? weird. You know, I, have, I bring my little Easter dress up there, you know, little bright, little Easter fit. I'm, I may still take some pics, you know, I got nothing but time. Get your so. pics off for Easter. <laughs> yeah, I saw I'm getting my hair ready now. You know what I'm saying? This is not This isn't going anywhere, right? This, we not this is going. This is on this on the podcast. We're shooting the shit right now. No, the video. Like, oh, the video's going up. We're doing it on, on Instagram. And I'll fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, Yo, so when we when we get back outside, um. Certain questions are important. They're probably important, period. But um, let's say if you're, you're potentially dating someone and they have like do's and don'ts and things that they're into, they're not into. If someone tells you they don't like, they don't like to uh, give oral, is that a deal breaker? Okay. Grow up. Your child. Say that one time. They don't. They don't, like they don't. No fellatio. Grow up. There's still women that's out here yeah. claiming that. Oh, I've heard. And there's still men out really? here not doing what they need to do. Like I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know that brother, so I can't speak for him. I'm a grown man. <laughs> right. They they, they I, give it up too. It's like so. Like, so I, I I just say my thoughts on this. Like I think that if I'm intimate with somebody, if I'm not. If we don't feel like we can do that to each other, then I don't think we should be intimate at all. all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I if we're not gonna we're not gonna go all out, like we might as well not go. Bro, at this point, like, I mean, my nigga, I, I I mean, maybe I'm different, and I think the fellas in here would agree that, like that mindset. That mindset went out the window in high school, bro. Like, but there are some people that, that still like that. That wasn't even cool in high school, right? right. That's what I'm saying. Like what that was great. in high school. In high school, I would have said, "Grow up." Like, yeah, you know what like, like, what? What do you mean? We being serious, <laughs> right? right now? Oh, you know what I'm saying. I would have looked at you like, "Oh, that's, oh, that's oh all right. I, so you don't." 
You don't want a boyfriend then. You don't want a right. boyfriend. <laughs> we grown, we adults. Like, what's the problem? I was talking to one of my peoples and she was telling me, like, you know, um, I'm not gonna say no name. She was like, that's not necessarily a thing. She's not against it. She's never said she never did it before, but she just is not, not a, a, you know, it's not a thing for her. Like she I guess it doesn't doesn't tip her fancy. Yeah, I mean. Listen, first of all, anytime they use, they use that terminology, it's, it's bullshit. It's not a thing. It's something I've, I really don't. Shut up. Like, <laughs> she probably just don't like you like that. That's probably what it is. Yeah, she don't want to suck your dick. Yeah, exactly. That's what you got to think. Right. Maybe she just don't want to suck right. your dick. So that's either, an excuse for not trying to either suck your that, dick. Either that, you know, I normally look at it as either, all right, listen, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. That's, on your, that's your business. You, you're fucking lame. All right? But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're late. Let's call it a you're fucking late, right? But secondly, don't let the fact that some dude abused your mouth in the past now stop you from, from what? Right. Now you know there's some dudes that go He's too absolutely far. right. He's absolutely right. It's it happens, you know. Abuse like, their I, mouth. I got I got a homie yeah. that so I got a homie that used to tell shorties like y'all want to fuck your face so bad. Yeah, you know, me too. See, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's nothing wrong with it, but there's some women that can't handle that that level of aggression. It's kind of aggressive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know but it's a certain level of, you know what I'm saying? Try, so like, try new things. Get You know what I'm saying? Get used to it. Like, they, they get scared off, bro. <sighs> so, so potentially when you are, like, I guess, entertaining a new person, what things are you not trying to tell them because that can scare them off or whatever? Like, are you coming in? Nah, saying, you got to like, tell them. You, you know, got to be honest in the very beginning, though. Like, right. yeah. you're not, you're not honest in the beginning, then it's yeah, not going to work. Yeah. I'd rather you know everything because right. I'm a Gemini and, like, I don't got time. Like, you don't know everything. You don't know I'm crazy and I'm this and I'm third. So you can just do it. Yeah, no, seriously, like, you, like, there's no, there's no point, first of all, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel like I'm too old at this point to be sugarcoating shit and trying to stress shit out, and maybe in three weeks when you like me a little bit more, then I can tell you, nah, I'm telling you what it is from the jump, and if you fucking with it, let's rock and roll, if not, all right, then you know. So, 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 so we, we had a whole, we had an episode, um, when we were talking about the 90 Day Bay thing, a lot of people like that episode, um, and the what? 90 Day Bay. Like uh, us guys waiting um, ninety days to, to pay for anything, um, and oh wait, we started that. No, we remember, remember we had the episode. Chris okay. was on the episode and all that. Um, all that right. was a, that was a good one. Um, so potentially uh, in these times right now, let's say if you started talking to somebody new and they told you they waiting for marriage, how you feel about that? Then wait, wait for that marriage. Wait. Yeah, wait for it. <laughs> right, right now during the quarantine. Yeah, wait for that. Tell you that? When yeah. you die, when when you don't get married because of the zombie apocalypse, that's on you. That ain't on me. Right. And then when you get married and it's not what you expected and it's whack, then you have nobody but to blame for yourself. Yeah, you gotta you gotta test it out. Like you can't <laughs> like yo, how, if you right. if you wait and it's like just say you are not satisfied at all, then you try it another time just to be sure, and you give it give it a third try to be like, you know what, let me just give it one more try to see. I don't and it's not it's not it, then you stuck. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know in this day and age how somebody can even have that mindset. Oh my bro. god. Right. Right. No, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you yo, like first of all, let's, let's stop. Like we we are so close minded when it comes to things like this. Yo, every day you expect somebody to grow and be something different than they were last week or last year. So uh -huh. how are you telling me 
that you automatically know the person you decide to marry and that's going to be the person you give it up to for the rest of your life. You're never going to think about nobody else. Get the fuck out of here. I disagree. So what is... So so let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If you've never, if you never had a sexual experience, you can't wait to marriage. How do you even know what you like? Right. Because you can learn somebody. They can learn you. You don't, you don't want to... You don't know what you like, but that doesn't mean we had this argument before. What if, what if the person don't know what they do? That doing? doesn't mean that then you learn together. Sex is about so y'all just so y'all just two motherfuckers just just bumping around awkwardly. So, so you, so you need to have. You need to have. You need to have. You need to be well experienced to have a whole body of work to show for it no. in order to have sex. No body of work. But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If, if if I'm a man, right, and let's say one of the criteria for me in, in marriage is I want my wife to be able to cook, and I've never tasted her food before, I'm gonna wait till we marry to find out if she could cook or not. Hell no. boy, like, like crazy. That's a little bit different, though. That's You're a little gonna be bit hungry different. a lot of nights. I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm using the analogy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, I, I'm not saying that they're the same thing. But what I'm saying is, like, if we as people, we evolve every day, bro. We evolve yeah. every day. So yeah. you're going to tell me you never had an experience. I'm not saying you got to be out here thotting around, mm-hmm. but you should at least have an idea of what you like and what you don't like so that when you get with that person, you can express yourself sexually in that way to explain to them, babe, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. Not just two awkward motherfuckers stumbling around in the dark. But you I know. also think that I, I think, so to, I'll answer the what Sean's question was, in this day and age, can you be with someone that wants to wait, correct? Mm-hmm. So I would say yes, because I think a man with discipline to actually wait and to be that discipline that's like, hey, look, I don't even want to have any more soul ties, any more people mixed, you know, because who you lay down with affects you emotionally, spiritually, yeah. spiritually, in so many ways. And I think that to have the discipline to want to wait to your wife is very, very commendable. And I think that you don't need to be you know, this whole thing about being super experienced, I think sex, you, you can have been with 15 people and still be whack. But it's not, but it's not super experienced. Right, it's just, I'm not it's saying. Some experience. That's not yeah. like, you don't got to have slept with 30 people. Right. You, you could have slept with, with four people and, and have some type of experience you and kind of get an idea of what you want. Yo, it, it, I love, I love, right? You use the term that a lot of women use, and, and I love when women use this term, right? For a man to be disciplined enough to wait. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, it'd be 30 niggas in y'all DMs. Facts. Y'all don't, but y'all don't have to be disciplined. Facts. Do you know how disciplined women are that no, we can no, no. hit on every day, right. everywhere, right. all right. the time? And so that's my point. You guys get hit on all the time, right? You use some guy for, as a dinner friend. And we're just some guys a hangout friend. <laughs> you some guys a club friend, right? You do all them things. Some right. of the vacation friends, right. Cash right. friends. So, right. So y'all do all those things, right? So what if a what if a guy says, I'm gonna wait to marry you before me and you are intimate? But I got I got super head friend, I got backshot mania friend, I got the friend that just like to come over when she get drunk after brunch. <laughs> Well, if that's the case that he's saying, yeah, I'm going to uh, wait with you and he's not, he's not genuinely waiting for marriage, then obviously you're being swindled and he's not being honest, right? But if, 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 he's, if he's really being honest and he's waiting until marriage, 
I think that discipline is commendable. But then the same thing could be could, the same thing could be mentioned for women because you're still taking the advantage of being out in the streets and living life with without. But yet you still got this dude at home that you know he's loyal to me. But I, I'm gonna still I'm gonna still take this brunch date. I'm gonna still. No, I'm but, still take well, this. we're not talking about the same type of like it. If yes, if you're with someone and they're and you guys are agreeing to wait till marriage, and I'm I'm taking that it's a mutual decision. You're well, saying it's, it's not just you waiting. And, and it's I do both. Whatever, whatever, no, but whatever, I, I was I was, I was using. I'm I'm using the term you said because there are a lot of women who love to throw out that term that men need to be more disciplined. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, a woman can say that, and at the same time. She got three or four niggas who's hitting up, like, yo, you free tonight again? Yo, you want to no, you want come to the club? I agree with you. Not all women are disciplined, but right. I just that there's a disproportionate amount of women that get hit on that have the discipline to say no. I think it's it's like men aren't getting most men are getting pussy thrown at them twenty-four hours and have to say no and and not, you know, as a woman, you got men that are being nice to you, but they really want to fuck. Acting like your friend, but they really want to fuck. Acting, right. acting like they want to do business with you, but they really want to fuck. Like yeah. it's really, it's really hard. Like discernment and being disciplined and being like, I'm just gonna not even open my DMs so, to do this and the third. Like so, so M. So if you was really feeling the dude, like he was everything to you, you was feeling him, and you was ready to give him some backshot mania. And then he said, "What?" And then he <laughs> said, "You want to give her some backshot, man? Yeah, You ready? That's what I'm saying. You ready to? You ready to? You ready to? The wild one after the mimosas. After yeah. the mimosas, right? After quarantine, right? And then he says, "I'm waiting for marriage." How would you take that? I personally. I personally. Yeah, <laughs> because you already came I, in the group chat today. Talking about what you wanted, so okay. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. We we started we started the podcast. No, no, I I could do it. I would if that was I'm not if saying. I was dating someone, and and he said that I would respect it hundred percent because you know what at one how come point, you haven't set that as a standard for yourself yet then I I I did <laughs> I, I I did at one point I did at one point and then last before. though and then last one you know nothing about <laughs> Let's just say um, that. And two, I have a sister that waited until she was married to have sex, right? Okay. Her and her husband. And I've talked to you guys about that. Yeah. And when I was first dating, that I expressed that to someone I was dating, like waiting till marriage. And mm-hmm. obviously, I'm 25. I'll be honest. Like, yes, it, I did not. But that still doesn't mean that at any point that I want to say I'm done with that and I want to wait till marriage. So I think. Uh, what made I, you? What made you change at the moment? You're like, what, the wrong person because I I genuinely believe in that. No, like, I'm not. I'm but, not but, what, but what made you judging. change your your train of thought when you changed? When you said when you went from I want to wait for marriage to you know what? May, you know maybe I want to try this out. What what happened that you changed your mind? Um, I would say the air point lack of discipline. <laughs> you, you wasn't studying your craft. <laughs> you wasn't Should've working on your art. Your art. You studying your art. <laughs> so, so I, I feel like punk. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it three thousand with you. I feel like if it's that particular situation, like if if the situation is bigger than just that, you know, the interaction and we're like fulfilling each other's needs, I think it can be. Better. However, a lot of times in those situations, a lot of people don't necessarily like, um, you know, 
going to things you like, uh, stuff that you enjoy and stuff like that. So those things get, you know, they get magnified a whole lot more. So when you don't get those things, you're like, what am I doing this for? You know? And I, and I, and I, think, I think that's a huge part. I, I had a friend, she actually got married and she was a virgin um, a few years yes. ago. Like, it, it happens. It's definitely like, 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 of course, like your sister and her husband. So it's, it definitely happens still, but it's just, I, I believe that like that's in the minority now where yeah. two people wait to get married. Like uh, motherfuckers losing their virginity at 10, 11, and 12 years old now. But I just, and, I think that is a beautiful thing. Like I met, I have a, a friend that's, he's like a little brother to me and he's 21 now. And he, he's, he's 21 and he's a virgin. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm really just waiting to the right girl. And I, What's that I about? he's so handsome and he genuinely doesn't want to give his body to anyone. Like he just doesn't. And I'm, I'm, I think that gets clowned, but it's so, res- I respect no, it. So well, it, is, it is a nice thing. I respect but it. Right. If you, if you have sex with somebody prior, you know, before that and you get married, it's also a nice thing. So it doesn't make it, it's not more special just because <laughs> y'all waited. Like, if y'all happy, you happy. Like, it is what it is. Uh, no, listen. I, just, I, I think respect that, it. Let me just say this real quick. Go ahead. I think that our norm in, in, in which the way that we date in our generation, I think is trash, right? Because yeah. I think that boyfriend and girlfriend, that title. There's no dating anymore. People That's do People do everything with their boyfriend. They treat them like their husbands. And what is left when we transition into marriage? Like there should be something left that for your husband that you haven't see, done. The art of dating and, has been and lost. I There's think no more dating. Because of our norm. I gotta follow up. I gotta follow up. I gotta follow up. I, so, I got norm, I got some I got something to say to that too. So let us talk. Let us talk. Let us talk. I just yeah, think yeah. because of our norm with with sex, with oral, with cooking, cleaning, living with someone, and I'm not shaming like people who do that. I'm just saying I don't want that. Um, I think there's nothing left for your husband of any type of intimacy that you haven't done with someone before, and I think that's tragic. No, that's not true though. Yeah, no, Sean, say, you build them up together with that person. No matter say your who point, Sean, and I'm gonna go after you. I forgot. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna remember in a minute. So, so I, I agree. I think that we are at a point and as anthony mentioned too that it's been diluted now to the point where dating is is automatically treated as marriage and there's really no dating scene anymore everyone automatically assumes that this is it and i'm gonna treat this person as like you said my husband or my wife um i think some of that is also a product though of like generations before us because like my grandparents didn't really date they was together you know what i'm saying It, it is what it is and so what happened in them situations was like throughout the marriage, you know, without going into too much detail, obviously they have issues, they have problems. Um, women weren't as free as they are now in, in regards to not only their body, but their ability to just educate themselves and do for themselves. And so over time, we started getting to a point where women wanted more options. And I respect that. And I think we, everyone should have options. I don't think that it should just be limited to, oh, I'm only saving myself marriage if that's what you want to do that's fine but i always go back to the point of we as people grow every day so there's you you're only going to learn what you like and what you don't like and what works for you through experience you're never going to know what you really truly like care love any any of those things without experience you you know somebody you can sit there and be like oh i love this person i want to be married to them 
And then when y'all get married, and I'm, and we're just, because we're talking about sex, the intimacy may be bad. And for certain people, intimacy is a big part of holding a relationship together. And so I think, that's why I think it's important that you at least know what you like, because you may have that first sexual experience and really realize like, yo, intimacy is really big for me. And this person doesn't, doesn't isn't, isn't able to please me so, in those ways. Talking about love languages. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think it's so important. I'm not saying that you should be out here holding it up. And same thing with dudes. I don't think dudes should be taking advantage of that fact either and running around and just laying with anybody. You should still save something for your spouse and for that person you're going to be with. But the only way you're going to know what you really like and what you're really looking for is to have some sort of experience. So my question was, because I remember now, now, hypothetically speaking, not even hypothetically, because a lot of people are in the situation, you've done everything. What are you actually saving for marriage? Are you act so? <clears throat> I had a friend also because I, I I have a wide variety of friends. We talk about a lot of different things. They actually said, "Yo, we're not going to have sex three months leading up to our marriage or whatever." Like, so what? What for you, since Emery, you've been talking about it. What? What? What's What's left if you've done everything? Or in our male minds, if you've done everything, what What's left for you to say on the say for actual marriage? Wait, what is? What do you mean? What's left like, yeah, so like if it, so we were just saying how people date, they do everything. Right. How are you changing that G code to actually make it to make it, I guess, special for the person that you want to spend your life with? Well, that's that's my point. Like I don't I think if you do everything not just sexually, but just even the way I find like I have friends that the way they treat their boyfriends, I'm just like that's a lot. But what do you, you know mean, what though? But what do you mean, though? Because some people like, because when, when you say treat your, like you, you want to treat the person that you that you're dealing with, you know, you want to treat them special. You want to treat them like they're they're an important individual, whatever the case may be. Like, yes. How, how do you how do you differentiate like what do we do now versus what we do then? Do we stop doing certain things? So, um, like what like? So so I see your question. So like, of course, if you're dating, you don't want to half-ass date someone. You want to wholeheartedly pour into them and, and give them you know yourself to a certain degree I just think that the way people are kind of like dating this person that person this person unfortunately you never know right when you date someone it's either going to end up in breakup or marriage that's something that you don't know in the beginning so you're going to put your your best foot forward and I'm not shaming that I just think that when you also give a man everything and you don't even leave room for him to even want to step up and make it more to advance a relationship then you're you could be that same woman complaining well i've done this 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 why won't but, you but, but what is that though what is that though like what, what's what's the what are, it's, it's, what it are the things like, it kind of sounds like you're, you're kind of changing up the sex um living together um it can be anything like but but this, i think it goes both ways too though and because like you said all right so the intimacy i can understand that right as a woman i don't i as a woman, I could see why finances, feel, right? Like, but it, but let's say let's say if, if y'all live together as boyfriend and girlfriend, and he's the one who's paying all the bills, and still keeping you good in the sense of he takes you shopping, he takes you on vacations, he's extending himself too. So it's not just a woman who's extending herself. Yeah, I, but I'm not saying just women. I'm I'm generally saying in relationships today both men and women, the way we date, I just think that we don't leave much for marriage. It's very like all in, in these relationships. And then you have people who are 
going relationship to relationship. Look at these celebrities. They're just people. Right, but I think that's what sex To me, it's a lot. You value sex above all of those other things combined? Because I think it's kind of like sex is, is one small thing when you're dealing with a relationship and, and marriage. You know, especially if you're talking about... Uh, I'm not gonna do anything with this person. Yeah, I think I think who I let inside me is a pretty bigger thing. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It is. I, I just think. But you I gotta look at that, that person moving forward, though. Right, and I think that, like as I mentioned before, like some of the some of the way we view relationships is based off that prior generation. You know, M. I'm sure the the women in your family preached to you the importance of education and being independent. Because there was a time when women didn't have those those opportunities. Right. A woman, a woman pretty much married whoever it was that could do something for her, and then she was stuck with him. And there were a lot of women who were in abusive relationships, who, you know, men were just constantly cheating on them. Men were constantly doing them wrong. And so they had to get their independence and they had to kind of get that strength to stand on their own. So on the flip side of that, as men, we gotta give more in the dating phase now too. We can't just assume that you're going to be my wife. So I still got to shower you with gifts. I still got to show you that I'm a man that could provide for you. So that's why I say it goes both ways. You can't just look yeah. at it from the standpoint of, oh, women do this. They cook for their man. They're, they're sleeping with him and they're treating him like their husband. But on the same, on the flip side, I know a lot of dudes who's on their fifth, sixth vacation with their girl. They ain't married yet. I know dudes well, who, who move the girl into their apartment. They ain't married yet, but he taking care of her. Wait, yo, you said the perfect thing. There's a whole meme about this. Not meme, a story about this. And it's so on point. Keep keep talking. I'm going to bring it up at some point. Nah, so, I mean, I get it, you know, and, and not to get off topic, as we were saying, I think that not just intimacy, we were using that as as like the, the talking point for the whole conversation as regards to how much you're giving up in a relationship. But I think everything, if, yeah. if you're not dating someone and you're not really learning what that person likes, what they don't like, you know, everything that can make it work, it's going to be a struggle and you're going to be bound for divorce. So if you're going to sit here and say, and not you in particular, Em, I'm saying other people, if, if people were to feel like, oh, I'm not really dating because that's meaningless, like we need to get to a point somewhere, then all you're doing is setting yourself up for divorce. Yeah, I agree. I think it's definitely both ways too, like not just women, but definitely men. Um, and financially is a big thing because I know I hear women kind of talk about, oh, my dude's spoiling me or paying for bills and that whole argument. But I can respect a man that's like, look, I'm not going to do this, 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 unless it was for my wife. Like I get that too. And that's no different than a woman saying, I don't want to do this unless you're my husband. Right, and I, like I said, I mad either way. right, you can't be mad either way, but like I said, it's, both parties got to understand that if, if I'm going to make this sacrifice and say, I'm not only saving myself physically for marriage, but I'm saving all these other elements of me, you're not going to get to, I'm not going to spoil you, I'm not going to take you on fancy dinners, you're going to get to love and know the real me, women got to accept that too, because dudes can yeah. easily play that card and be like, yo, I'm not taking you on no nice dates until we get to a point of at least engagement. If we're, if we're not being intimate and I, if I'm supposed to be showing you the real me to show you what you would be getting as a husband, so let me show you what the real me is because the real me likes spam and eggs. So that's what we're going to have. 
you know what I'm saying? The, the real me might prefer tuna fish and crackers as opposed to a fancy dinner. Yeah. This is what it is. You got to respect it. That's what you want. Sean, your mic's off, bro. Speaking about, because I'm going to go take a pee break. So speaking about <laughs> dinners, because we, 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 listen, we do this live. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. You know, we, every time we record, I go run out and take a piss. I can't help it. Anyways, speak, speaking about uh, uh, situations and, 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 and going on dates, AMC theaters potentially talking about that they may not open back up after this whole uh, pandemic. Um, apparently, they've been losing a lot of money. Some people, use, you know, they ask some jokes. It's like, yo, popcorn costs like $10. Like, I just, like, y'all don't got no whole, y'all don't got no stash fund. Like, how y'all feel about that? Do y'all still, do y'all even still go to the movies? Honestly, um, I take a movie every so often. No, Netflix, Netflix, Hulu, and just um, all of the ways of watching a movie right now are killing the game. And I think I kind of seen that happening even before this corona situation. Like I've seen, you know, movie theories being affected. And right now everyone's on home, Hulu, Netflix, oh, yeah. and all these, all these uh, outlets to watch it. So I think they were going to be affected way before this, but this sped up the process. numbers are going to be down even after everything is done with, with the corona. I think it's going to be a couple of months before you still start seeing those crazy numbers for, for film mm -hmm. releases. Yeah, I think uh, Netflix had been changed the game because Netflix, uh, within I think the last 18 months, they were already starting to have exclusive movies that were in theaters. Uh, Triple mm. Punch. Triple yeah. Frontier was in theaters and on Netflix. He was out um, there, and what's up? Right. Hey. Um, the Irishman was was on Thanks, Netflix babe. and in Bird theaters. Box. Bird Box. Was out so there they too. were already right. They was already killing the game with that. And um, even before the quarantine, the last time I was in the theaters was in September for my daughter's birthday. We went to go see it. And again, unless it's like a movie that like the family really wants to see, I could wait because there's streaming services and there's other ways to watch some same movies. So, you know, a lot of us got those um those uh illegal situations where we just have the um what is it what is it called <laughs> you know what I'm saying you got somebody else logging nope. not even somebody logging you got a whole uh, uh break you got a you got a broken um uh what's it called Amazon Fire Stick when you get oh, 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 and you know when you got to wait a few weeks to make sure you got a good version of the movie or whatever the case may be <clears> like like I said they they you know they brought up the fact that they may not open back up. I think they're going to open back up because the movie industry is still popping. Um, people still go to the movies or whatever the case may be. I don't think the streaming wave is all the way taking over with the movies like it has with, with music. I was thinking about this earlier, like with music. Back in the day, like we had to buy a whole CD. Like we had no choice yeah. unless you unless you had a friend that had that CD or whatever, and you had to like play it first or whatever the case may be. Like it's different with the with the movie game. Like I don't know at what point where where that'll actually take over. I can see it happening potentially though, but I don't know. I don't really see so many. You know, after this, after we can go outside again, anybody really? Try, it's gonna be summertime. We trying to hit these cookouts, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah, movies exactly. come out a lot faster nowadays, also. So like we can all wait. Right. Like Bad Boys came out in January and it's already on Blu-ray right now. Yeah. You know, they moved well, back like James Bond and what other other movies that was coming out now, but um the little one was just watching Trolls. Um mm -hmm. the first one on TV and the second one is coming out Friday. But they're doing like a on demand where you could just watch it right then and there online. Well because and you it, got it plays like a movie ticket. 
Hulu has original shows. Amazon yeah. Prime has original shows. Netflix has original shows. So, you know, the streaming sites are kicking off the a whole different wave. And this doesn't help with the, right. am I going right. to go out or am I going to stay home? Because if I go to the movie theaters, moving forward, that's a lot of people I got to be around, a lot of different germs. And I know they don't clean movie theaters like that. Right. They, they, they're not doing the two a days they was doing on the train for the past two weeks. No. They don't do that. No, nah, like, they wasn't doing that. And, and Cliff brought up a great point. When you're talking about kids and families, it's a lot cheaper for me to just wait a few weeks and get that movie at home. Yeah. And Especially if you got multiple bunch, kids. Right. Buying tickets, popcorn, and making a day of it. And before you know it, I'm I'm hundred plus dollars in just to go to the movies. Yeah, I remember those days of your mom sneaking food into the movie theater. Oh yeah. yeah. I still do. <laughs> like my mom used to have a whole big the big but to this day. <laughs> Ain't shit changed but the numbers on the range, man. We still we still bring food in. We talking about your mother would go to the to the food spot. She had the big bag that day. It don't matter if it was summertime, wintertime, yeah. whatever. She had food in there. She had sandwiches and all that. Listen, we're going to get some food here. Exactly. We're going to the dollar store. Yep. Sit down, take your sandwich, take your juice, and get Son, your bag of chips. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all remember, right? Or if I don't, I, again, I don't know how y'all was moving around the Bronx at the time, but when I stayed with my uncle on the weekends, he'd wake us up early and we would go to the White Stone. And the White Stone, uh, White Stone, yep, yep, White Stone yep. was so flawed and the way they were set up was because you yep. showed your ticket to the Usher in the front. That's, kinda, that's the hood theater. And then right. you go, and you go and to then all the theaters was lined up back to back. So we would literally be there early in the morning, like when they first started showing film. Like, I know where you're going. And yep, stay the whole day. You didn't see like four movies because you were bounced from different joints. Yep. Yeah. Like, Didn't I see you this morning? And yep. And my uncle always always been a crook his whole life. So he we would go, it would be me, my uncle, his wife, and my two younger cousins. But my uncle would only pay for two tickets. He would make us wait in the bathroom. Remember the bathrooms before you actually went in through the usher. He would come back and give you the you, ticket stuff. Do you hear like, this? Just act yeah. like he was already in there. The whole game and I would just fast. show the dude, I would show the dude like, yo, boom. And it, it'd be like 10 in the morning, the dude ain't even thinking nothing of it. Like, all right, whatever, go. Whole family been in there for two tickets the whole day. Big wow. facts. Big facts. Yo, we still in high school. My boy Woodrow, he saw um, I was down in Atlanta at this point, but I'm a I'm a bros boy at heart. We do the same thing. We walk in there, a few of my guys in my uh, my football team in high school, two, three movies. We going to see them joints. Like that was a regular regular for us. Listen, guys, I hate to I hate to circle back because you know I'm the queen of doing this, but I'm gonna circle back real quick, okay? Um, I'm gonna circle back real quick to the conversation about saving some, you know, certain things for marriage. I'm gonna read you guys a quick, quick little story that was floating around on Instagram all week. And I seen so many girls comment on it, so many men. So basically it said, um, my girlfriend of six months has been out of work for the past two weeks and she just got worried that she'll be laid off permanently. She mm. asked me if she, could, if she could move in with me. I told her that I'm not ready to share my home with anyone. She offered to pay half the bills, I declined. She then proceeded to ask if she could borrow her rent for the next month. I told her I'm uncomfortable doing things that a husband should do for my girlfriend. He got but problems. I told, he got trust yeah, issues. Yeah, he got trust issues. But he's being honest. But he's come. Let me finish. You already offered to pay half. Let's go. All right, we listening. 
But I told That's a logical her, thing you would say. Yeah. But I told her that she could borrow 300. She says that I'm wrong for not helping her out during the time of need, but that isn't the case. In my perspective, she says that she isn't sure that she will continue dating me. Am I wrong here? Or is this just another case of women feeling entitled? So this is actually kind of what when I was saying about intimacy and Eric said, well, men shouldn't have to pay for certain things that they feel like, hey, I want to wait for my wife. This is that example. But what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think I don't think we could say he's wrong at all. That's what he believes. That's what he feels. And again, the same way that a man would have to respect a woman saying, I don't feel comfortable doing these particular things because you're just my boyfriend and not my husband. Vice versa. It's it's not his job to provide for her. They are boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, and she's got to respect that. You know I what do. it might be. You know what it might be. Also, he may not feel comfortable with who she is as a person and what she has in her life because, like, like a lot of that's times, what I was gonna say, she yeah. may be ready to pay bills, but she 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 also may not be that per the day to day person that he might be ready to deal with. Yeah. Um, you may say that you're cool to like pay bills, but you may not clean up. You may have an attitude. Like it's a lot of other things that you got to deal with. Like if people want to stay together, like it's a lot Look at of that twenty four seven. You feel me? Like so, right. th- things are heightened. Like and who's to say that? Okay, if she's paying bills, she's gonna turn up and say, "Oh, I, I pay for it." You know what I mean? Right. Like you just never know. Like it's a lot of other things that we don't know on the backside that we can't necessarily like actually judge this actual situation on. So right. it, it 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 varies. It's situation to situation. Like. Like I said, it, and then it also may be him actually not feeling comfortable because he's not at that place in his life because of where he's been. So you just never know. Like those situations, you just never really know because you can ask him and he can tell you how he feels, but he's not telling you the backstory. You know what I'm saying? Because he maybe he's been in that situation before or he's seen that situation. Maybe he watched his mother or his father and their girlfriend or his mother and their boyfriend and somebody, one person moving too fast or things go too fast and it don't work out. So maybe, he, you know, so he's on some, listen, I'm not ready for that. I mean, personally, if she wanted to move in and pay half the bills, I wouldn't have stopped her from doing that, you know, but that's just me, you know what I'm saying? Now, what I have still went back and helped her with the rent money for, for her crib, if I, if I had it and it wasn't an issue, yeah. But if I don't have it, I'll give you what I can give you. Mm-hmm. And, and right. if that's not good enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. So what if, what if he doesn't see he doesn't see her as anything else in the future? Like he might not want to invest in her at that time. That's what I thought. Yeah. Or he might then not at the either. Same time, yeah, but then at the same time, if, if it's six months in, you kind of get a, a sense of right. how long you're gonna be with this person or not. You know, and yeah, that's but, like a but, test. But to move in, that's is that really enough time to say, oh, we can move in because we've been together for six months? No, but but as Cliff is no. saying, he he already through six months, he has an idea of who this woman is. So he may not even see any long-term plans. Uh, so to move her in would, would create false hope. Yeah, you yeah. move her in, you move her in, y'all not breaking up, bro. Like, she gonna think that's it, we taking that next step. And then unless unless you tell her that she don't want to be with her, you can move in, but then let's not be together if you're gonna live here. And we'll just be roommates and friends. And maybe we'll fuck every once in a while. Yeah, but that, but that, that don't, bro, that don't work. That, oh my God. That does not work. <laughs> but you put it on the line already, though. You but, said what it was. Um, that 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 ain't so, gonna work. So if you don't mess with her no more after that, at least you already put it on the line and said, "Listen, I yeah, told but, you this was what it was." That's a waste right, of your time then, and your space, though. Right? You, it's, it's, you it's, it's but is it okay for him to ask that back? It's a complete when she waste of time. No. 
You can't. She ain't gonna give it back to him no way. So, 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 in certain situations, this is the way I feel. This is the way I am. If I give you something because I care for you, I'm not gonna ask for that back. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, they they feel away and they'll say, "Oh, you know, I want my money back." Ah, uh, uh, but it's like, yo, if I gave you that because I wanted to give you that, like I'm not asking right. for that back. That's corny. Yeah, I agree. Right. So yeah, I don't think, like I said, it it, so, it wouldn't work if if and, and what Trip's saying wouldn't work because you're not gonna get to that point where she is gonna be cool with being roommates and fuck buddies. It ain't gonna get to that point. It's yeah, gonna be trip, a, you're it's gonna be a, Yeah, it, it, you're not bringing no work through there, and she's gonna be like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then, and then that becomes even tougher if you do decide to bring another shorty around the crib. Oh yeah, my ex, we just roommates now. It's like I ain't nobody going for that. Right. At that point, she gotta go. Yo, little Duvall got a joint on his IG right now. She got a mask <laughs> on and she's twerking with the sundress on. Oh my goodness. Ooh, let's talk about that. With guys. the yappas out, with the yappas out. No, sundress season is canceled. Sundress no. season is canceled. No. It's, it's like, supposed it's to be outside. Season. Like it's that. legging season. It's like it's gonna be legging season. Ew, no leggings. No, no, no. That's all it's going to be. You don't like leggings? I just got to shave your legs. That's what we, like the, we like the sundress. That's the sundress. Yo, women can't even go get waxes right now. You better get that nair. Leggings. Yeah. Legging season. That's all it is. Nair in your neighborhood. Exactly. Nair in. Yo, so question for you guys. Um, Once upon a time when you guys were single, some of you guys. Shit, I'm single now. Well. Well, we know you're waiting for marriage, huh? yeah. Right? We we, we talk we we talking about the guys and like maybe you you you're gonna top you gonna chime in as well. How's it, how important is it is it to have a good wingman? Because in certain situations, it's, it's depend, essential, dep, depend, depending on the energy, you need a guy that's gonna be able to like not intimidate the women, uh, not be a jerk, not stand in the corner and be standoffish because it may be that girl that, that's, that doesn't get that much attention and she's going to be the hater. So you need somebody that's going to be able to have that good gift of gab. Somebody that's going to be able to come in there and step in and do what they do. Listen, if you if you ain't got a good wig, man, it's the difference between you being Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson, bro. Mm, right. Talk about it. That's you know true. what I'm saying? If you got a good wig, man, you probably going to have a lot of 45, 50-point nights. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Scotty? If, if yeah, you you gotta have Scotty. I I need a good defender. I need a guy over there that can just, you know, what I'm saying, take yeah, right. He he could take a little bit of the load. He might take one for the team from time to time, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But if you don't got a good wingman, you out there just chucking up a lot of shots, bro. Okay, okay, a lot of shots. But so 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 hypothetically speaking, if you're in a situation like I, I've been in situations where. Um, I've had friends and they probably was taking down everything, but they invited me to be there. And I was like, what am I here for? Like, how do you play those situations out? Like, everybody doesn't know how to, like, just be cool. Be cool like you be cool on the words of Sean. You know, so be cool like you be cool. <laughs> That's tough, too. So, I just a lot of outcasts growing up. I can't help it. That's tough, too. I mean... I don't know. I guess it, it's all about, you know, like I said, a good wingman, but you also got to have that good chemistry, though. Like, you got to have a wingman that y'all kind of know how each other's moving at that time. Yeah. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want a wingman that gets you caught up in bullshit either. Well, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, like, a situation just pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have just been doing one thing, and you, like, you walk past the spot, and 
you know what? Yo, this look kind of linear. Let me pop my head inside for a second, see what's going on. But you might have been with the wrong person that shouldn't have been your wingman in the situation. And then, uh-huh. you, you know what I'm saying? You, you kind of got to go rogue in that situation. Or you just might, you know what I'm saying? You might be with one of your, you know what I'm saying? One of your boys that you just like, this is my motherfucker. But I can't be with him in certain situations because I know he going to do something. You got to you gotta give us a scenario. You got to give us a scenario. You can't just speak like real general. <laughs> give us a scenario. We, I thought listen, you chips are horrible, wingman. Listen, listen, this podcast. Nah, listen, this, listen, this, 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 is, this is the quarantine podcast. You know the vibes. You got to go scenario on us for now. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Damn it. All right. Well, all right. So Chip is like a wing that blow up your spot. Like you know, my man just trying to fuck, right? Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all, you think so? That's the yeah. exact opposite of, of what I. And as a matter of fact, I done alley you so many situations for my people's. Like I'm a legend, so nah, I'm definitely not with the. My You're not a legend in two down. games, though. Oh, oh! Right. See what I did there? Sanchez, Sanchez. <laughs> okay. All right. If that makes you feel better. Like, I'll definitely tell you, several of my peoples will tell you, oh, nah, Chip definitely threw the alley for me in this situation. He made sure uh, of this. Sure, I have my, my, my youngin, he had one of the best experiences of his life. He had two joints. You know what? That's that's for another sound. <laughs> that's that's a, that's another yeah. episode, bro. That's, that's for the episode. for the for the Patreon. If y'all want to get that story, pa- oh yeah, we got the Patreon. Patreon coming. Yeah, we, we, got, we, got, the Patreon. we got we got extra content. If you want to get the rest of that story? We, we setting a lot of stuff up. Um, the, one of the major reasons why we want to be so consistent because at some point soon, um, we're looking to do a live show. Um, we be getting a lot of support. A lot of people been fucking with us, and we definitely appreciate it. So, um, we, you know, we just trying to like let, let uh, lay the groundwork. We trying to keep building, keep you know recording, just keep doing what we do, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, you part of the shooting the shit fam. Like I said, follow us on Instagram, shooting the shit uh, podcast. Um, follow I follow my page, uh, Sean Fontaine. Follow uh, uh, everybody. Shout your shit out, man. Emerald Marie. Legend in two games completely spelled out. Mm. Good. That boy nice on IG. And uh Trip Young underscore RFRT. Really quick though, before we go any further, anytime I get a chance to shout out Brooklyn, you're not just I, I gotta do it. I gotta shout out the borough. But uh more specifically though, uh Mario Salerno. Um he's a, a property owner. That. Salerno. Right. Mario Salerno, he's a property owner in Brooklyn and um he he comped all of his tenants uh, rent for the month of April, and he has about right. 80 tenants. And amongst those uh, tenants is about 200 and I believe it was 12 people that actually live in those apartments. And everybody got their rent waived for the month of April. So big shout out to, uh, to him. That's the type of attitude that we need during these times, people helping each other. As opposed to everybody just trying to get whatever they can get and, and fuck it with common, common men. You know what I'm saying? We need to, we need to be spreading that type of love more often. Yeah, that's beautiful. My landlord would do that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. More quarantine episodes coming up because if we stuck inside, we still shooting. There we go. All right. Shooting shootin the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. We're going to highlight you next week. We out. Sure. Right